the college football experience, East Carolina Pirates 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download and it is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Football experience, East Carolina Pirates season preview episode. ECU, 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 ECU. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> yes. We are here. We are free at last, Patty C, to talk about the Pirates. Normally, the one and only. Yes, the one and only. All right. There's no no one else. All right. I no mean, devils. No sun devils. Can we just right? get the tune going right off the top? We here? can. But first, let me introduce former former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, up. There it is. There it is. Bring us home. Extended version gets gets me deep. Man, this turned into a blues tune here. <laughs> I mean, it's such a great song. There's, you know, look, the, the ECU Pirates—they're the greatest team in all the land. We know this. I normally crowbar this on on every episode, but today we solely get to talk about the East Carolina Pirates, Patty C. <laughs> Colby's been looking forward to this one. Oh, uh, this is the year. I've been feeling this one for a long time. Last year, I was on board a little bit. Uh, but I was—I couldn't wait for year four. Well, because Mike Houston, former JMU Duke, great man, won, the, won a national championship at JMU. Yeah, for, forever in our hearts in uh, Harrisonburg, and and he's in year four. He's been building the Scotty Montgomery, left this program in complete shit. 
As far as I'm concerned, he's public enemy number one when it comes to America. Mm. All right. Three, three and nine seasons under Scotty Montgomery. And it's the way we lost in all those games. Mm. We lost by like 50. Yeah. Every week. Especially against yeah. NC State. Yeah. yeah. Ugly look. He was terrible. And it's been a pro it's been it's been just a just a really good program over the years, Patty C. And and you know what? This is the East Carolina Pirates we're talking about. We're back to the days of Pat Dye and Ernest Biner and Tony Collins. All right? Boom. To the days of Jeff Blake. 91. Oh, yeah. 1991. What is it? 11 and 1 season? 10 and 1 season? 11 and 1. Yes, yes. indeed. Peach Bowl victory. Beat NC State in the Peach Bowl when they played that that game outdoors and not in that filthy fucking dome. Hey, that's believing it. Yes. In the Pirates. ECU's been doing it. Chris Johnson. Oh yeah. I mean, you go on and on and on. Skip Holtz, look what he's doing. Taking the USFL by storm. Lincoln Riley. Oh, USC, you're gonna give him a house with 40 fucking bedrooms. Well, guess where he earned his name? Greenville, North Carolina, baby, when he was <laughs> whooping the tar out of Virginia Tech every year. <laughs> and then they said, hey, we don't want to schedule ECU anymore. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll go out there. We'll we'll beat other teams. All right. Scotty Montgomery set us back. Well, but let here me we tell are. you what. Shout out to Ruffin McNeil. You set themselves back. Yeah, it's true. That was one of the the toughest days of my life. <laughs> Four right? bowl appearances in six years, right? I mean, prior to that, bowls hadn't been exactly, you know, I guess like you mentioned before, bowls were harder to come by in the nineties and prior to that. So, uh, you know, Skip Holtz went to a share of bowls. I think his last four years there, they were went to bowls. But Ruffin McNeil comes in four four bowls in six years. Pretty darn good, and they still fire him well, after a, after a five and seven season when his quarterback <laughs> tears his ACL the the year before or the week before the season starts. And by the way, that quarterback went on to play in the NFL, Kurt Benkert. Yeah. Um, just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous I to mean, fire him. Five straight years without more than four wins. Uh, that's your punishment. But finally, Mike Houston writes the pirate ship. And seven and five should have gone bowling last year for the but first Boston College. We did go to the bowl game. We just didn't play because you need an opponent. And those cowards <laughs> on Chestnut Hill. The ACC is scared of ECU. They are. Let's be honest. Here. They are. And when you look, Patty C, this has been a rich program. Honestly, you go back to the '60s. You go back to the each decade. I feel like with except well, maybe the program started in '46. Oh no, 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 no. Actually, a little bit before. If you everything it, it went starting in the 1950s when it really started to do all right. Had Took it, off. Yeah, you know, and then in the in 1932 the, officially uh, the start as an independent, but back in the SoCon used to be in the SoCon back in the day, but then uh, you know they won an Independence Bowl back in '78. Look at that! Look at what Pat Dye had this program rolling, and then you know my guy Steve Logan. Shout out to Steve Logan. Anyone know Steve Logan? We would love to get him on the show. We love. We love what he's about. And you know, do I need to queue up some Steve Logan? Give us some Steve. Because when you're at East Carolina, you go for it every time or you don't coach at East Carolina. You don't come to East Carolina. You don't play at East Carolina with a weak heart. Write it, write it, Patty C write it. Ah, shout out to coach Logan. What a guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, this, this program has over the past 20 years, 30 years had great success. There's, you know, we've owned, I feel like a lot of those years, minus the Scotty Montgomery years, we've gotten the best of, of a lot of the Carolina schools, if not all of them. Yep. Um, 
and you know, Miami hurricanes, we were a thorn in the Miami hurricanes uh, side in the nineties. Got a couple, go. couple big time wins against them. Well, I'll tell you what, against the class of the uh, current American for a short time longer, uh, you started out from 1986 to 2001, winning 12 of your first 14 against Cincinnati. Mm. Since then, it's been a rough run. But We're gonna fix that. We're gonna fix that. Shout out to my guy Jeff Blake too. I gotta mention Jeff Blake, friend of the program, been on the show before. Great guy, legend down there in Greenville. And Patty C, if you just watched the college baseball World Series. ECU. I knew they they blew that game against Texas, but boy, did they show out! I think more than any school in the nation, as oh, far yeah. as crowd, as far as representation of what college sports is and what should college be baseball like. could be. Yes, yeah. yes, and what and I cannot wait. What the sport of baseball. Yeah. Period. Greenville is such a great town. It's such it is the epitome of a great college town, and uh, we can't wait for for Mike Houston because he's got this program rolling. Look, Coastal Carolina is getting a lot of credit for that mullet action and that teal turf. Let's be honest. They're the one to be ECU. They are. They are. And uh, <laughs> look, I love what they're doing. Grayson McCall, Jamie Chadwell. They're fun. But, but you're following. You're you're trying to be us. ECU's been doing that for a long time. Trying to be us. When you're ripping down other teams' goalposts at their home stadium. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Then that's the spirit. Of ECU. And they suspend the rivalry like the cowards they are at oh. NC State. Well, we got. Well, I, it's it's they, they put you back on the schedule. They put us back on the schedule. We'll see how that shakes out for them. All right. I can already. I'm already getting excited. For, for week one and at 9 a.m. over here on the West, noon on the East, when NC State comes into G Vegas. Oh, <clears throat> Can't Risky wait. move. Risky Can't wait. move. Can't wait. Okay, let's get into it, Patty C. My Pirates. My Pirates. Uh, Mike Houston, it, it has been a, a, a just a complete project with him. And he'll be the first to tell you that. I've heard him on many publications saying, you know, hey, uh, you know, he's just 14 and 19 in three years, but coming off of a seven and five season with the first bowl eligible season and quite a while because Scotty Montgomery really had this program in a bad spot. I mean, Houston was, was outspoken saying our offensive line and defensive line has, has nobody yeah. early on. Well, last year was the first t- first year he was saying, I, you know, I'm starting to get it where I want it to be. Yeah. Especially the offensive line. I've heard him this past off season saying the defensive line is fair is finally getting to where we have a deep rotation. I think it's the strength of this team besides a couple other positions, the running back spot, the quarterback spot. But let me ask you this. Yeah. Are you a believer in the rebuild passing the eye test and Mike Houston as a coach? Yeah, because last year I am. And I remember what he did at the Citadel when he beat South Carolina. Um I I know Ryan Jam, you a winner at every spot he's gone, and he's turning this thing around at ECU now. And even if you look at last year, I mean, uh, we kind of got in our way early in the year with some turnovers. Um, but uh, to, I really felt like we should have beat South Carolina. We lost twenty to seventeen in a game that we were up the whole fucking game. Um, we beat Marshall at Marshall. That was a big win for us. Uh, we beat Tulane. We 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 lost. That's another thing. Look at the look at the losses last year. Okay, fourteen point loss to App State week one. I felt like turnovers got us. App State was the flat out better team. We watched that. Right, but South the South Carolina game we lose by three, at the Moon Bounce in, in Orlando we lose by four. Right, yeah. in overtime against Houston we should have won this game. We should have never went to overtime. We lost by seven. Right, yeah, and then we got we got kicked you know pretty bad by Cincinnati. But okay, they went to the playoff. My point is is that we we're very close to being a ten win team. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you if you I mean uh, aside from a couple close wins, you know. Marshall, Charleston Southern, yeah, Charleston unnecessarily Southern close. 
uh, Navy pretty close, but other than that, pretty convincing wins, you know, a couple close losses. If things move in the right direction, you're right. You know, a couple close losses can become a cu- couple close wins. Well, especially when you have Holton Allers coming back, who's a a like a five, uh, I mean, super senior quarterback that's still his dad's the play-by-play guy there in Greenville. Love it. It's a family affair, Patty C. So uh, honestly, I really do love that we're bringing bringing uh, Holton Allers back, and and I think if you, to me, offensive line, defensive line, quarterback reps always so important. Uh, and getting Holton Ehlers back is, I think, one of the keys to us being successful this season. Um, what do you make of Ehlers? I know he's got he's I a mean, lefty. How many he's years kind of awkward. He started now? I think it's his fourth year starting. That's quite a bit of experience. Thirty-seven starts. I thought I saw because uh, COVID wasn't wasn't, uh, wasn't a full year, yeah. but still, that's uh, that's that's quite a bit of experience coming back. Uh, Coach wise, it's uh, who is it? Kirkpatrick. He's been there. For three, three or four years now, since 2019, as the OC slash QB coach, so there's continuity there to go along with Ailers. The offense, if See, he's healthy, look what they did last year: 54th in scoring offense, 63rd in rush offense, 24th in pass offense, 39th in overall offense. And this Pretty is good. that's what I mean. Like it was coming on as the season prolonged. Yeah, um, I'm telling you, I, I really feel like uh, we're on the verge of something good. Um, Keaton Mitchell, star running back from a year ago, is back, and then we still have uh, Ray J. Harris. He's the leading uh, rusher, returning rusher in the conference. B- but Harris, the year before, rushed for over a thousand yards. So we have two thousand yards wow. backs. Wow. Uh, we did lose all three wideouts. Sneed coming out early was a fucking blow. Did not see that one coming, as he's probably playing right now for the uh, the Frankfurt Galaxy. <laughs> uh, but he is gone. No shame in that game, but probably not what he had in mind. <laughs> I just couldn't believe he came out early too. Cause I think he had two years of eligibility. If memory serves me correct. And I was like, what are you doing, dude? He's what are you doing? To, uh, You're same... like a slot wide out. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Same agents that were pushing uh, high schoolers out the door in the NBA uh, yeah. back in the early two thousands. Yeah, man. He, t- he talked to someone drunk at the bar and dangle that money <laughs> uh, tight end. So we're breaking in th- three new wideouts, uh, th- but I think they're not going to be new wideouts because of where they're coming from. Tight end Shane Calhoun is back. Three of five starters on the O line are back, and that like like uh, Mike Houston said a season ago, he liked the depth of the O line. This year, he feels like defensive line. So I think the I think the line of scrimmage is going to be one of the the strengths for the Pirates. Um, Blake I, Harrell, what's that? I can say, uh, uh, having watched uh, Houston's body work pretty closely, he's a complete coach, and he takes the trenches seriously. And JMU is always very physical. You know, yeah. They, I mean, he won one national championship and he came damn close to winning another. Uh, and they were legit on in all phases of the game. I, th- I really think he's a great coach, and we're gonna see if he can take another step forward. Yeah, and uh, the defense, I think, is one of the big things. Blake Harrell, the defense coordinator, there, he's doing a good job. Uh, a perfect example last season. Uh, if I rattle off the stats here, scoring defense fifty eighth, rush defense eighty first, pass defense seventy third, overall D eightieth. Now that's not good. But it is really good when you consider how bad they were. It's been a work in progress. Last year they allowed four, or I'm sorry, nine fewer points per game than the season before. That's a huge upkick. That is massive. Nine points. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's called getting blown out two years ago to being competitive this year. And I expect this defense. I I love how aggressive that he's a. He's probably my favorite coordinator that we have because 
he is very aggressive on the defensive side of the ball. They're going to send blitzes. They're going to get beat sometimes where they give up 80 yard touchdowns, but I love it. We're coming at him each and every play at ECU. Do you play with the weak card? Yeah. You, do you don't play with the weak card. Yeah, go, you write it. All right. <laughs> and, and Blake Harrell's writing it. Uh, the defensive line should be good. Led by defensive tackle, Elijah Morris linebacking core. Two of three are back led by miles Berry. Now the secondary is the question mark. Can we bring in enough guys? Could we return just one of four? And that's cornerback Malik Fleming, um, our kickers back. But uh, the secondary I think is the question. We had some good corners, uh, some good secondary play a season ago, but it's got to improve. 80th and 80th in the country defensively is 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 still not where we want to be. Patty C. Now I'm, I say we because I believe that I am part of this team. Patty C. <laughs> um, we're going to talk more. We're going to talk recruiting. We're going to talk the transfer portal. We're going to talk about Greenville, North Carolina, the greatest college environment in all of America. Patty C. <laughs> all right, um, but first I got to get us paid. The college football experience, East Carolina Pirates 2022 season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars at sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by trade coffee. Trade coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. Yes. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of uh, new growth and get this it's expert tasted. All right. It's like when you go down to Greenville, all right, you, you learn how to party. All right. <laughs> uh, trade coffees team actually taste test thousands of coffees to that's keep a party. That's an ECU p- kind of party. That's what I'm saying you're taste testing. Everything might be beer at ECU yeah. <laughs> might it's, be beer and liquor. It's coffee right? at trade coffee. <laughs> But right? it is a party, nonetheless. Exactly. <laughs> at 450 different kinds. I mean, come on. Uh, you go walk into a random ECU party. First off, probably going to be bigger. Than, probably going to have more than 450 people, and you're probably going to have more than 450 types you know, of alcohol. Type, types of alcohol or other and, uh, and, or other paraphernalia. <laughs> you know, or other uh, narcotics favors. Right? Of that sort. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, you just got to do it. All right. There's no perfect coffee, but it's a perfect. There's a perfect coffee for you and trades human powered. Algorithm will find it for you. Um, right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of thirty dollars off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com/sgp. That's more than forty cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com/sgp and let Trade find a coffee that you'll love. That's drinktrade.com/sgp for thirty dollars off. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying guys. That's why here at SGPN studios, we use IP vanish VPN. It makes it truly easy to stay private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting hundred percent of your data. That means your details, your emails, your passwords, your communications, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. 
IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use that promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's I P V A N I S H.com slash SGP. Shout out to East K. I mean, this is the school. This is what we're talking about. Patty C. What would you say the greatest moment in ECU history was like on campus or like for me or for, <laughs> for, the, for the sports? Uh, I would say, I mean, there's many. I would say beating Miami when I think they were number one in the nation, if memory serves wow. me correct, or number two. One of uh, certainly pretty high. That was ranked. that was a Thursday night, and Miami was dumb enough to play at Greenville on a Thursday. Yes, that's just asking that was for it. just yeah. that place was bananas. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I would say that that's got to be that's got to be up there. On Obviously, the, the Steve Logan year when they were eleven and one, and and really probably, uh, I thought. If we had a large playoff, we would have been a very dangerous team. Yeah, you know, if you look, there was Robert Jones, the linebacker from the from the Cowboys, uh, Carlester Crumpler at tight end. That was Jeff be, Blake. That was Blake's Blake yeah, was quarterback. Jeff Blake was team. quarterback. That was a really good team, man. Yeah. Um. So I would say those those, but also I mean, there's certain years that team that 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 moment against Virginia Tech for me personally, oh, the block punt. The, the block punt. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of years we beat Virginia Tech, but. There was a year that Shout I was out to Sean Glennon. <laughs> yeah, I was at well, East Carolina almost fumbled away that they should have won that game before that yeah. moment. Like East Carolina kind of fumbled away that game. They threw a pick six late in that thing. But uh so well, that, tech tech is gonna tech. Hokey hokies are gonna hokey, they're gonna But they were like preseason top ten or to what twelve or well, something. They're gonna like, do what they do. Their offense is gonna suck, their 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 special teams and defense is gonna keep them in the games. Only this time. ECU pulled a hokey. Yes, on blocked the them. So, so essentially, Virginia Tech, like ECU, was up the entire game, and Virginia Tech somehow scored. I want to say it was a pick six, mm-hmm. uh, late in that Sounds game. Right. Yeah. Late in that game, and uh, you know, all of a sudden, Virginia Tech had this lead, and there was. I'm at a Virginia Tech bar, and there was about you know probably three minutes left, or and, you know the clock going down to. So Virginia Tech had the ball. We had to get a stop with yeah. three minutes left. So the the clock gets down to like 120, 150, something like that. And people are already celebrating because they like Virginia Tech's offense hadn't been. It's kind of a ground and pound with Patrick yeah. Pinckney back then. Run out the clock, punt yeah. it away if you have to. Well, uh, no, punt it away because ECU is not going to be. They don't have an aerial attack. Yeah. Our, our team had Chris Johnson. Score was like fourteen and, yeah. to ten at that point. Yeah. Or something. yeah. So uh, we blocked the we blocked the punt, return <laughs> it for a touchdown, and then. Uh, that game was in Charlotte, actually. Yeah. So I mean, but the crowd was still going crazy. You're parading yeah. around yeah. the bar, I'm sure. Oh, that was just a great experience. Yeah, de- definitely don't remember what happened that night. Think <laughs> I think I might have woke up, uh, you know, randomly on the, on a street somewhere. But it's the uh, only way to do it. That's the way to do it. It's the ECU know? way. <laughs> that is the way to do it. And here we are talking East Carolina Pirates. Patty C. The transfer portal. Mike Houston is a culture guy, but over the past two years, he's really, and I think this team, you're going to start to see some of these key transfers come in that I think could have a big impact. Uh, I look at what he's done uh, first on the offensive side of the ball, got some offensive line depth with Parker Moore from West Virginia. Also Justin red from Norfolk state. Also Avery Jones from North Carolina. That was a pretty high recruit there. Uh, at tight at tight end, uh, Aaron Jarman's coming in from Temple. Uh, the wide receiver position clearly a weakness after all those, uh, you know, after getting hit by some some graduations. Also, uh, Sneed coming out early, so uh, they went out and they got uh, Jalen Johnson from Georgia. They got Jari uh, Patterson from from Marshall, which I think uh, Jahari Patterson it, it will be a, a starter. I think for for game one there. Um, 
They also uh, got Isaiah Winstead from Toledo and Jared Garner from Duke. So just loading up on some receiving talent there. Also got running back Kamaro Edmonds, a four-star from from North Carolina. Um, so they think that adding that depth to, to that stable of running backs, and then on the defensive side of the ball, uh, keep an eye out on Shadre Mims, a grad transfer from Charleston Southern, played against ECU last mm. year. I think he's going to be an, an impact player. Uh, also, linebacker Chance Bates comes in from Kennesaw State, who was a really good FCS uh, program a, a year ago. Also, linebacker Michael Edwards from Georgia Southern, uh, Apri Washington, a corner from Buffalo, a Leopold guy, um, Jack Powers. Look, you think you need 24 hours to save the Jack Bauer needs 24 hours to save? Look, well, linebacker Jack Powers needs uh, needs nothing. Needs 12 hours. Needs yeah, two hours. Two to hours to save East Carolina from uh, becoming a fucking 12 and 0 playoff contender. All right. Shout out to Jack powers coming in <laughs> and also uh, a couple corner, a couple defensive backs from Marshall, a linebacker from Michigan state. Y'all really went in on Marshall on the transfer. They portal. did. They did Took Be- three guys from doc Marshall. holiday, man. I think when doc holiday left, they said, Hey, let's go over to Greenville. There it is. Go down to Greenville. They beat us last year. No. East Carolina beat Marshall. We came back for a second. We were getting our ass kicked that game. There it is. What a great game. That you was. can't beat them. Join them. That's what they say. That's right. That's right. So uh, talk to me about recruiting, buddy. Let me take a look over there. We get that pulled up. Uh, recruiting hasn't been Mike Houston's shining star so far. The last five years, obviously he's been only, only been responsible for the last three recruiting cycles and really like the last two. And when you had COVID in there, yeah, yeah. that that's a factor. But uh, 89, 80, 74, 102, and 87. Not great, but uh, within the conference, 9, 7, 6, 8, 7. I don't know what to tell you. Their four year composite, so that must be an improvement from where they were because their four year composite has gone 9, 9, 7, 7. You know, 2022 composite hasn't come out yet. I imagine it's somewhere in that 7 to 9 range within the conference. Not the most talented team in the American, certainly, but. Not yet until at the end of this year, working their way up. Yeah. And like we said, some guys are development guys. You see it. You see this, this uh, look, if you're without, if you're not watching on YouTube, we have this sweet ass graphic. Shout out to our graphics department for the college football. Oh, yeah. experience. We're stepping things up over here. Subscribe on YouTube to the college football experience as we break down all 131 college football teams, but Patty C Las Vegas. So I got the over under, I'm it's not even revealing anymore. It says five wins for my pirates. <laughs> No wonder that town's turning to shit. All right, <laughs> they're gonna lose their ass on this. They're gonna lose their ass Vegas, on this. You're talking about, yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry guys, I know I'm a homer, but I did not lock up ECU on the over last year. They were a fringe lock. This year, they're a fucking lock. They're a lock. Wow, they're bold lock. statement. They're a lock. They're I mean, lock. might I remind you that this team has won less than five games? Two of wait, let me see this. Five games or less. One, two, three, four, five, six of the last seven years. Only last year did they get Only to last seven and year, five. So, Patty C. It's easy to see a tide turn. And we're, we're banging on this tide turning here. It is good. No, it already turned last year. It did turn. Winning culture is winning culture. Five Mike wins does seem it. doable. Oh, dude. I'm telling you, I actually think we have a shot to play Cincinnati or UCF. In the AAC championship, that would take some doing. Like you said last year, a three-point loss against South Carolina in a game they probably should have won. Up the whole fucking game. Yeah, 
a four point loss at the moon bounce against yeah. UCF. Now that one, I, I, I don't want to say like we should have won that game, but we were right there in it. Yeah. And the an Houston overtime game, loss we won. at Houston. Sh- should have won that game. That was a brutal game, man. Yeah. Cincinnati was the only really bad loss. I guess app state was kind of a two yeah, touchdown. App state loss. was just flat out better than us last year. But I th- think towards the end of the year, we were a different team than the beginning of the year. So uh, here we go. Patty see week one. <laughs> I've seen publications have NC State ranked number four in the nation. <laughs> oh my God! That is ripe for heartbreak. That's Take probably, me to Dowdy Ficklin Stadium now. That's almost like a script written just to break yeah. NC State's heart. <laughs> it is, dude. Yeah. I cannot wait. Nine a.m. on the west, noon on the east, to start the college football season. Week one, you're gonna have the Wolfpack come into Greenville. I got news for you, uh, Wolfpack uh, fans, Wolfpack, uh, you know, uh, alumni, Wolfpack uh, current staff. Uh, you guys are gonna have to deal with the goalpost coming down again, if if you come into Greenville thinking you're gonna get a, a dub here, because I'm telling you, Patty C, second most played rivalry all time. E, uh, ECU trails thirteen to eighteen, at least as far back as since they've been in Division One. Scotty Montgomery let it slip up a little bit, but ECU has won three of the last five, but yeah, the last two NC State has gotten yeah, and yeah. they've been bad. I know three to fifty eight and six to thirty four. The last that's, two that's look you can't Scotty Montgomery was paid by Duke to come into ECU and destroy the program. We're getting back to basics here. <laughs> well, Upset, upset. Let's hope Mike Houston's got a. Uh, Who are you uh, taking? I'm tempted to go upset, but if I'm if I'm doing this like uh, if I'm trying to give the the betters out there an honest shake, I guess you got to go NC State here. <laughs> but if if I had a hunch on you know one of the week one upsets that can most likely happen, especially knowing how much ECU loves to beat NC State, of course this is one of the probably the one I would go with, you know. But I guess I got to go NC State. Patty sees wrong, and look, let me just cue up this <laughs> for his statement. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. <laughs> At no point in your rambling, incoherent yeah. response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Keep in mind, we're talking. Everyone in this room to the ultimate is now ECU Homer for having listened to it. <laughs> I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. Okay. And there's a chance that NC State puts up no points when they take on the East Carolina Pirates. Woo! All right. <laughs> Let's go. ECU one and zero. Old Dominion comes. Ricky, now Ricky Ronnie. Now this next five games, I think they push push for the season on. Old Dominion comes down to Dowdy Ficklin. <laughs> and they got to do it here because the second half of this schedule is hard as hell. This is a dub for ECU. ECU goes to two and zero. You got him at one and one. I got one and one. One and one. Then Mike Mentor, who's been recruiting really well at Campbell, the Camels come into Greenville. Uh, a lot of Camels down there in North Carolina. <laughs> Three um, and eight in the, at the FCS level last year. Pencil this one in as a big fat W for ECU. So we move to three and zero. Two and one for you. Yep. Navy comes to Dowdy Ficklin. We won at Navy last year, but I'll be honest, Navy and the triple option always is a tough is a tough go. I feel like Navy gets the better of ECU a lot of those years. Even with uh Lincoln Riley, I feel like Navy was destroying ECU. I am tempted to take a look at the history of this. I'll let you know in just a second. Well, I think Mike Houston brought the toughness oh, in. Oh man. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, they got a win last year, but prior to that, uh, one and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one and seven prior to that. Because Ruffin McNeil and Montgomery struggled against them. Five straight losses against Navy prior to last year. So Mike Houston really accomplishing something by Toughness, winning that game. Man. Toughness. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, uh, we beat Navy and Johnny Ficklin. I think they get it done at home too. Yeah, I agree. I got them four and zero. Patty, see the, the over unders five, and we go to South Florida where we smacked the tar out of them last year. No one shows up to those games in Tampa. Yeah. Although I hear they're going to put a, a, a stadium on campus in well, not, Tampa, not on October first. Yeah, it won't be ready by then. But <laughs> they should though. They good should. for USF taking yeah. it seriously. Uh, ECU. I got them five and zero to start. I got them four and one. Tough little trip potentially here to Tulane. Beat them last year by a good amount of points, but. Tulane, if they can repair that offensive line, I think will be a dangerous team. Fifty-two to twenty-nine in Greenville last year. Going down to New Orleans, is that going to make a difference? You Fine. know what? I'll even I'll even play the game here. You're giving the L. Take get take take a win off there. All right. Take. Well, I'm going to give them a win. So I, we yeah. both have them at five and one. They get Memphis with with Silver Chest coming into town, and look, Memphis. We beat them in Memphis last year. I think we're a more physical football team. I Thirty think Memphis, to twenty nine in overtime. I think Memphis doesn't want to play us in Greenville. That's a win. Mm, that might be a win in Greenville. That might be fifty fifty. And and then I'm giving them an L. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'll give them the L there. Okay, we give them an L, but this is the sneakiest game here. Because UCF we has both already have them pushing, by the UCF has Cincinnati on deck. It's the greatest look ahead spot. It's what? the greatest look ahead spot. I love where we have UCF. UCF has Cincinnati on deck. Yes. Oh man. And they have to come to Dowdy Ficklin. Yep. That's dangerous. Upset special, and that could be the difference in us getting to the AAC championship if we have that tiebreaker. I'll tell you what. Between Memphis. UCF and Houston all in Dowdy Ficklin. They're going to get one of them. No, we're going to get two. We're going to go. Memphis go isn't good anymore, dude. All right. You keep trying to sell this silver <laughs> chess guy to me. All right. Memphis six and six last year. Not great. Not great. Okay. Anyway. So you think they'll get two. I, I say they'll get at least one, which automatically I think we could get three. Gets- I, like I, I don't, I think Memphis is like a legit win. I don't even stress that the UCF and Houston games. We're going to have to earn that. Yeah. Um, but I think both being a Dowdy Ficklin, I think we're we're in a great spot for both. Now, uh, Friday, October twenty eighth on national TV, we are at BYU. Now I do think we lose that's that. That's an L. Yeah. And then we get a bye week before Cincy. Now I still think it's at Nippert. Cincy's probably gonna roll us. Yeah. Right? So tough little three week stretch. I mean, I guess you get a, a bye week in there, but well then we get Houston and Dowdy Ficklin. We should have beat Houston and Houston last year. I think we get him in Dowdy. Yeah. And then we're at Temple. That's a rebrand. That's a, that's a, you know, it could be cold. How could many, be cold. how many, I mean, they should, they should be temple even on the road. Uh, I think we're at eight and four, nine and three team. And I think we we can contend for an AAC championship this year. Not the one seed. The one seed is going to be Cincinnati, but now you, there's no divisions anymore. Yeah. I think we can be that number two team. I really do. Especially if we take care of UCF the week before Cincinnati, cause it's a great I, when I saw the schedule release, I was like, this is a perfect spot to catch UCF. Yeah. They're going to be ta- thinking about Cincinnati and they got to come into a lit environment. Let's do it. It is. And they'll probably be, I mean, they're definitely going to be in position to be playing for the AAC. They're going to be completely occupied with Cincinnati mentally, which is a big mistake for a, a spoiler team like ECU type of team. That's going to take full advantage of it. 
I don't, I'm not as bullish as you. I'm, it's not that I think you're wrong. It's just, I think you're prone to give them the 50, 50 games. Well, yeah, I did give them NC state that could go, that, that could light me up. But at the same time, I also think we could beat Tulane. I gave, I gave Tulane a win against That's true. ECU. I think seven and five is very reasonable. If you look at Mike Houston's uh, history as a coach at Lenore Ryan, seven and three, nine and three, 13 and two at the Citadel five and seven, nine and four. At JMU, he started off so hot, it's it's tough to match. But yeah. he won the championship in his first year, and I guess they, they I'm pretty sure they lost early in the season in his first time, and then he went on like a 28 game win streak or something, and then finally lost to uh, or like a 25 game win streak, and finally lost in the national championship. Nine and four his third year, so that was the first time in his career he really took a step back from a record standpoint. But at ECU, four and eight, three and six, which is technically uh, I guess what the same exact win percentage. And then at one third, and then uh, seven and five. So taking steps forward again. Would have been eight and five had Boston College not faked a uh, you know injury. <laughs> That's true. You know, but seven and five, if they can at least match that again, seven and five is a nice season. But eight and five, you're this saying this team is better this year than they are four, last year. You're saying maybe nine and three even. Yes, I don't like to me when I look the flat out losses to me are just at BYU and at Cincinnati. Yeah, I think every other game is potentially winnable. Now at the same time. Let's play devil's advocate. Let's say we lose to NC State one, right? Say we lose to UCF two. Say we lose obviously BYU and Cincinnati. That, that's four and Houston five. You're still seven and five. Let me say this: their road schedule is is super manageable. That's what I'm saying. At South Florida, at Tulane, obviously BYU and Cincy are losses, like you said. But then at Temple being the other one. So the 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 tougher teams in the conference, which would be Memphis, UCF, uh, and Houston. And Navy are all at home. Yeah, they got to come down to to the pirate ship, where they're going to get their ass kicked. And they got NC State at home. They got oh wait, th- uh, three non-conference games. They play nine nine uh, conference games, right? No, oh no, no. BYU's not conference. They have BYU out so, of conference. That's pretty NC good. NC State, Old Dominion, three bowl teams out of out of four games out of conference. But to get three of those at home as a as a yeah. group of five, and and two of those teams, and I. I or power five quality uh, programs. Yeah. ECU doing some good scheduling there. You heard it first. Give me the over. This is a lock. There's a look. I think to me, worst case scenario, Holton Eilers is injured six and six or five and seven is still the floor to me. Yeah. So uh, I'm all over the over. Yeah. I think a push is the very worst you're going to do here. Smash the over, you know, pirates, baby. Pirates, baby. Um, do I just need to just cue this one up one more time? One more, one more time for the folks out there. We believe in the pirates in the spirit of ECU. That's right, folks. We are both on the over. It is a lock for me. Lock it up. You will hear me talking about this one come August. All right, on our lock special show. But make sure you subscribe to the College Football Experience. We're available on all platforms. You can listen to podcasts. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube page, uh, the College Football Experience, as we break down all 131 FBS teams. And uh, yeah, can't wait to talk all these teams with you, folks. All right, so uh, let's let's get to it. Uh, if you give us a five star review on iTunes, make sure you take a screenshot uh, and find us on Twitter at TCE on SGPN or at the Colby D and uh, show us that review. And we will send you a college football experience t-shirt. If you're on YouTube, basically that logo right there will be the t-shirt. Uh, so do that. also uh, get the SGPN app. You'll get access to all of our podcasts, me, Patty C and NC Nick, who's, who's on vacation right now, but all three of us, we also host 
the college basketball experience. We also host the college baseball experience. Me and Noah Beanick. I know ECU big college baseball uh, season, and and it seems like kind of a blue blood when it comes to that. Uh, college basketball hired a new coach. We will be talking about that as the season heats up, uh, as the off season heats up. Um, we got you covered. Also, plenty of other. We also do the USFL Gambling Podcast. Subscribe to that as that season continues to roll on. Um, the SGPN app will have access to all these podcasts, the MLB gambling podcast, uh, and it, it, the sports gambling podcast covers the NFL, like as good as anyone, if not better. So check that out. And there's just so many great platforms, NASCAR gambling podcast, CFL gambling podcast, just so many good ones. Check them all out. Folks, folks. down in uh, Greenville probably appreciate the NASCAR. Yeah. Why podcast. not anything to drink? There you go. All of them, man. MLB. Just watch some sports, drink, sit back, kick back, golf, gambling podcast, win some money. Yeah. Subscribe. Check out all those ones, man. Uh, all right, folks. Well, until, until we, until we see Saturday, September 3rd, I want to be, I'm going to, I might have to fly over there and take down that goalpost myself. Patty C this is the college football experience. East Carolina pirate style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. 